السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, today is the 16th of Ramadan 1443. Our report back is on Pakistan and Palestine and related issues insha'Allah. Alhamdulillah, the morning program with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah is going well. And mashallah, Muslims, non-Muslims are benefiting. Almighty Allah grant hidayah to one and all and give them through guidance. Similarly, our tafsir is going well with the mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. Allah Jalla Wala accept it. And similarly, the bliss of marriage. And mashallah, our fiqh program on Thursdays also. Friday was a holiday, so we went here to the Sufi Masjid, nice little masjid, they extended it now, and all the masajid were packed to capacity because they say Good Friday. For us, every Friday is a Good Friday, mashallah. And thereafter, Saturday, Sunday, we have the Q&A in the afternoon. Saturday, we have with Brother Suleiman Esop, and Sundays with Moana Arafat. So, alhamdulillah, we're already in the second half of Ramadan. 1443. So let me tell you a little bit about Pakistan's history and so forth. Pakistan came into existence in 1947. It is known in the books of history that the founding fathers of Pakistan were Muhammad Ali Jinnah. So the ulama the ulama who played a big role, remember, were Hazrat Allama Shabir Ahmad Usmani, Allama Zafar Ahmad Usmani, and Hazrat Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sahib Rahimahullah, and all these great, great giants. If you know the history of Pakistan, so there was East Pakistan and West Pakistan and so forth. So there in Karachi, the flag of Pakistan for the first time was raised by Allama Shabir Ahmad Usmani. He's buried next to the new town madrasa, Binuri town madrasa. We used to go to his grave, Mubarak, when we used to study there once a while, you know, once in a month or so walking distance and Allama Zafar Ahmad Usmani he raised you must remember the flag of Pakistan day in Bangladesh in Dhaka so that was how Pakistan came into existence but after that Muhammad Ali Jinnah died and then already there was trouble that his janazah was performed twice that first the Shias performed his janazah because they said he was a Shia and remember his sister Fatima Jinnah called the Shias and said that you must make the janazah. So there's big debate that rages on in Pakistan that who was Muhammad Ali Jinnah? Then Allama Shabir Ahmad Usmani, Rahimamullah of Tafsir Usmani, he performed the Salatul Janazah. Let us fast forward. 
And in 74, in around February or so, they had a big Islamic conference there in Lahore. At that time, the main players were Bhutto, Zulfikar Ali Bhutto, there in Pakistan, and there in Saudi Arabia, King Faisal. So both of them got killed also. So you must remember that, Zul, that King Faisal was made Shaheed in 75 and Bhutto also in the late 70s, he was fancy, you know, that they just executed him. The person who pulled the rope was given say, 50 rupees. We were writing exam that time, I remember. And the newspaper that came out, I can still picture it, came out, Tabiru ya ulil absar, all you people of vision and sight, you should take heed see how this person was sent to the gallows so all that happened one thing Bhutto did and this we must give him credit and the person who must get the greatest credit was Allama Hazrat Maulana Yusuf bin Nuri Rahimahullah when we went I didn't even know Urdu we just know the Maiman words you know Kursi, Pani, all that so anyway we had to learn Urdu and they were teaching us the Arabic subjects and the books were in Persian a real crazy mix-up situation you know but anyway so in in 74 when I was there in March so all this was very very hot all understood the Qadiani issue so Hazrat bin Nuri Rahimahullah met Bhutto he met King Faisal Rahimahullah and he told them that you all must play an active role and lo and behold you must make a note of this on 7th September 1974 Bhutto made the announcement on national TV radio everything that the Qadianis are non-Muslim that was a historic day Hazrat Allama bin Nuri rahimahullah was the Qaid was the leader of this movement and it included everybody whoever you could think of the Diobandis, the Tablikis, the Barelwis, the Ahli Hadis, the Shias, the Maududis, and Allah alone knows who and who and who. So all of them were united on one platform for this purpose here. And therefore, there was a lot of pressure also on the government and so forth. So that they, then I was there for Umrah. And we were there before Ramadan. My parents came and we spent 19, 20 days in Makkah. Then we came to Medina Munawwara. There was only one five-star hotel there. So we stayed there. The Shah of Iran, his brother, also came to stay there because they told us that one left we can't use and so forth. A lot of stories, protocol. So cut long story short. So we used to sit there in the khidmat of Hazrat Allama Yusuf bin Nuri, rahimahullah. But we hardly knew Urdu properly little bit we knew Arabic we were just learning the basics then one night Hazrat our Sheikh Yusuf bin Nuri Rahimahullah the Abdul Sheikh Abdul Halim Mahmoud the Sheikh Al-Azhar came this is not some fairy tale I'm present eyewitness to this and they spoke and spoke and both were crying sobbing weeping like babies and you know we wondering these are the Bahrain the giants of this Ummah what happened so then there was one Pakistani Maulana there, we asked him what happened. This was after the verdict was passed. You understand that the Qadianis are non-Muslim. Sheikh Abdul Halim Mahmoud, Sheikh Al-Azhar came and he said, You, Sheikh Yusuf bin Nuri, last night Mustafa Habibuna came in my dream and commanded me and instructed me, I must come to you. 
and give you the glad tidings that I, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, also salute you for the work you did for Khatm al These are the Jibal, these are the giants of the Ummah. For what then what sacrifices, the ikhlas, the sincerity, every sacrifice they made. Remember Allah Kashmiri, Rahimamullah, then Azad Allama bin Nuri, then Mufti Muhammad Shafi Sab, they all. But Azad bin Nuri was the leader. So that was, we were eyewitness to this. So anyway, all that happened. Now you must remember, then Imran Khan comes into power. So, whether we agree with Imran or don't agree with Imran, three things I don't agree with Imran, and I mentioned this already on several occasions. Number one, Pakistan has got very, very good ties with China. So, obviously, he doesn't want to tell them something that will cause them harm or embarrassment. But that we cannot allow in Islam. That is called mudahana. That when we compromise, compromise, and we don't speak the truth because of our own, you understand, agenda and ulterior motives. So that is haram in Islam. So he did never raise this issue publicly and condemn China for their treatment of the Uyghur Muslims. We all know the torture and persecution that is going on there. So that we must condemn Imran Khan. Second, you must remember that that the people make a lot of propaganda. They say Imran is a Qadiani. Oh, he's a Shia. So no, he's not a Shia. He's not Qadiani. But remember, there's a mistake he made. He brought in Qadianis into the cabinet or into the parliament. Or he brought in Shias and so forth. You see, politicians, they will think according to them. They won't think like how we think and all this type of things. These were very, very poor suggestions or decisions that he made. Now what happened was that when this whole thing of Russia invaded Ukraine, so he was there one day before that, and the day the invasion took place, he was in Moscow, and he was cutting deals with him, Putin, and told him, we need wheat, we need arms, we need oil, we need this, we need that. So that is very good. Obviously, America, Europe don't like that. They always treated Pakistan inferior. And Pakistan is a nuclear power, the only nuclear power in the Muslim countries and Arab countries. So, only Pakistan. We must remember that. That's another long story. But anyway... So they told Imran, you must side with America and Europe and you must condemn Russia. He said, no, we will remain neutral. How India is neutral, we will remain. And then he said publicly, what do you think? We are your knocker, we are your hulam, we are your slaves. No Pakistani leader ever made such statements. And that was a turning point. And then you must remember regime change started. So the Americans, the Europeans, now they start bribing up the Pakistani politicians. There are 13 parties there in the opposition. They gave them money. Everything is documented. And now they are so disgraced. You must remember that the Molana also, they call him Molana Diesel, Fazul Rahman and all of them. 
So now the fighting starts. So they became prime minister orders. If you know Nawaz Sharif and their family, biggest crooks they are, you must remember that. If you study Bhutto's family and this, uh, his Asif Zardari's family, they are Mr. 10%, biggest crooks also. So that is Pakistan politics. So these people are in power now. And the Molana tells them, make me the president, then I will join the government. And if I don't, you don't make me president, I don't come to part of the government. So already you can see the marriage of convenience is falling apart. Anything based on falsehood falls apart. So it was a foolish move and they showed how they are for sale. Similarly, the Pakistani army, majority of them are for sale. So that is where things are. The only way Allah protect Pakistan, remember that they are great, great ulama even today, but remember that they don't have much say at all. Hazrat Allama bin Nuri and them were another caliber, remember. So anyway, the point I'm making here is this, that Hazrat Allama bin Nuri, rahimahullah, in front of Bhutto, he hit the table and told Bhutto, aapko fesla karna hoga. You see, these are people we met and we made Umrah Hajj with Hazrat bin Nuri, rahimahullah. And so forth, you must remember that. So you must, we were there at the same time, that's what I mean. And you must remember that in uh, Hazrat Maulana Salimullah Khan, he told Parvez Musharraf, you want to come and he brought his whole big army, generals and brigadiers and whatever, colonel. So Hazrat told me, humpu, humpu par asar ke liye. he told me this himself. So Hazrat Maulana Salimullah Khan sahab, these were the Mujahideen. He told him, do whatever you want to do. But these madrasas, you're not going to touch them at all. So then he knew he is dealing with who? With the real ulama Rabbani, not the sellouts and so forth, this diesel and these characters here. So then when you stand for the truth, immaterial what happens, then the help and the assistance comes from Almighty Allah Jalla wala. So the only way out for Pakistan will be that they have to have an election and Imran will walk the election unless they assassinate him or Allah alone knows how much rigging takes place and so forth. India is there against Pakistan. The West is against Pakistan. (coughs) The Arab countries are against Pakistan because they take their instructions from the West and America. You know the Tanpot dictators. So Allah have mercy on what's going to happen still in Pakistan. Come to Palestine, you know I stayed from 74 to 80 in Pakistan, so we know a little bit what's going on. Palestine, occupied Palestine, I've been there five times, you must remember, with the help and mercy of Allah. This much I will tell you, that the Jutlas also know that their time is very near. How many more are they going to kill? And the world opinion and the tide is turning against them. When Israel, the rogue apartheid terrorist regime, was formed on 14 May 1948, remember there was a lot of sympathy for the Jews. Why? Because they were kicked out from Europe. Their slogan of Zionism was a land without a people and a people without a land. Half of it is truth, the other half is propaganda. A people without a land, this was the Jutla. So the Europeans kick you out. So what that got to do with us Muslims? What that got to do with us, the Arabs or the Palestinians? Nothing. 
But you must remember the plan by the British and then the Americans and then everybody comes in, Russia, France, all of them join in. And what happens is that Israel is formed, but till today, you must remember, they fight like cats and dogs. You must remember, go and see in the past three, four years, how many elections they had. Now also, there's no majority party in the Knesset. They have 60, 60, 120 members there. So, and they're fighting all the time. You think that they are united, but their hearts are fragmented and disunited. Why? Surah 59, verse 14. People say Jutla Jews are very intelligent. Quran says they got no akal. They got no intelligence. If they got intelligence, then how can you murder people? How can you murder the prophets and messengers? How can you steal people's masjids and mosques? That Khalilur Rahman, the masjid, I read Salat Day in 89. I performed Salat Day in 92. And lo and behold, now in 94, they come and murder our people while reading Fajr Salat on Saturday 15 Ramadan 1994 and then they steal half our masjid is those people who are intelligent or they are the enemies, the haramis, the bees of the world, you must remember that Therefore, Allah has cursed them. And our Palestinians have realized as far as Saudi Arabia goes, Emirates goes, Bahrain goes, Morocco goes, and majority of the Arab countries. Qatar, you can exclude. Turkey, Turkey is not the Arab country, but anyway, you exclude them. One, two other countries that will help them a little bit. But the rest, they will help Israel more than they'll help the Palestinians. That is what they will do. And today you can see all this in the Haram. Sharif, not one imam can speak openly against the Jews and their atrocities and their war crimes they are committing. So who is in charge of the Haramein Sharifain? An indictment upon this Muslim Ummah. People exaggerate and they say Muslims are two billion. So obviously that's a lie. So even one billion is debatable. But let's take one billion. One billion Muslims, if you take and the Jutlas, you must remember that they are 30 million to 25 million. 25 million, 30 million of them ruled us 1 billion. It's not a disgrace. What an absolute disgrace and shame. Makkah under their control. Medina under their control. Who told Murtad bin Shaitan, Balsanamaz in Medina? Who tells him all this? That you must remember. Who tell him to build Neom? And then Netanyahu meets him there. The Jewish press, not a record, mentioned it. I read it myself. The Haaretz newspaper and so forth. So you must understand what is happening. They're selling everything out. Majid al-Aqsa under their occupation. Whenever they want to close it, they close it. <coughs> You must read the Haaretz newspaper. Yesterday, Gideon Levy wrote a wonderful article. Israel kills and murders, it means kills, 17 Palestinians in the past two weeks. Is that not terrorism? Very good question. We know they are a terrorist Harami state. So, but for a Jew and in their own newspaper to write an article like that, we have to salute them. Therefore, we never make the statement. We say majority of the Jews, majority of the Hindus, they are our enemy. And Quran speaks of this. Surah, 
5 Surah Ma'idah verse 82 أَشَدَّ النَّاسِ عَدَاوَةً لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا الْيَهُودِ وَالَّذِينَ أَشْرَكُوا That the Jews will be your worst, worst enemy and the mushriks, the idol worshippers. So that is Quran. So I may refer, don't refer to all, but refer to majority. Quran says, لَيْسُ سَوَاءَ All are not equal. So we need to understand. So what are we doing? I just spoke to my nephew, grandnephew. He was maybe in a plane now. So remember, over a hundred of them are leaving today to go to Palestine. Tomorrow, another hundred, all men. So I encourage them, all of you who haven't been there, go there and take millions of rands and whatever you can take, humanitarian aid, zakat, sadaqah, lillah, go and help the Palestinians. Remember that they're really suffering. And go to the outskirts. I told him, don't sit for etikaf, sunnat etikaf, sit for nafil etikaf, and tell your amir or leader, we need a group to go out to different, different areas and territories. Everybody sit in Aqsa, 10 days gone, then what is there? Go out and go and see some places they will allow them, some places they won't allow them. You know the Jutla mentality. So the Jutla, you don't know, mean Jew. So the Jewish mentality, they have checkpoints everywhere and so forth. You say you want to go to Gaza, they'll never allow you from Jerusalem and so forth. So that is where you are. Then we come to the last point, and that is our we must make dua for the Haramain Sharifain, Majidul Aqsa, and all our masajid throughout the world. Thereafter, we come to the health bill. See, this weekend here is the cut-off. This weekend now. So we all have to make input, especially Muslims. My appeal will be to Jews, Christians, Hindus, everybody, but to you, especially the Muslim. Do you know what the proposed health bill amendments are? That we can't go for janaza more than 100 people. We can't stand in a surf, you understand, when we read Salat shoulder to shoulder. There must be social distancing. When you go here and there, you must have your mask on. And you go to government offices, all that, you must be vaccinated. And remember that this is a regulation. I was speaking to Hafiz, Firoz, Boda, Advocate, Senior Counsel, and he explained a lot of things to me. Was it yesterday? So in the morning, I told him I got Q&A, so please give me how much I explained to the public and so forth so they can understand. He said that this is a regulation. So what does it mean, regulation? They don't have to go to parliament. You must remember that they propose it, and then they can just pass it. Some minister passes it, and then it becomes law. Is that not a banana republic? You say South Africa is supposed to be a democracy based on human rights. So what happened to our human rights? What happened to our freedom of religion? And so forth. And you see the Christian groups, they're up in arms. So majority Muslims, remember the Majlis Ulama PE and MashaAllah Wifaqul Ulama, Jamiat Ulama, you must remember KZN, we Darul Iman and the Jamiat Ulama Khauteng, we all objected. But again, you will find that those people who close our masajid went to court. You know who I'm speaking of. I'll mention their names. And they went with the lesbians. Again, now they're silent. So you who is giving them money, what you think? 
that are they on haq or on batil? A group of people say that they representing the Muslims of South Africa. That's what they say, Uksa. So you just exclude Jamir Natal from them, the other members. They say they represent that the majority Muslims, right? That's what they claim and so forth. One. Second one is this, but they went to court to close the masjid, unheard of in human history. Molvi, sheikhs, imams going, and that's what they did. You don't think Allah's punishment comes without a reason. Then they go with the lesbians to temper and change our nikah and talaq laws. And that. Now, when is the time to speak, they're silent. <coughs> Why? The government will get upset. So is your religion based on what the government says or are we Muslims? So therefore I'm on record and you can quote me anywhere you want to. The Jews are here in Johannesburg. That name also is misleading, but that's another discussion. The MJC in Cape Town, Darul Ihsan, these are like the three Jamarats and Shaitans there in Mina. They have sold Islam completely to the end. They sold their soul to the devil, you must remember. Why they can't say the Shias are Kufar? They can't make a public statement against the Kuffar Shias who are swearing, Sayyidah Aisha, Sayyidah Abu Bakr, Sayyidah Umar, Sayyidah Usman. They can't speak nothing about this proposed helper. Do you think these people really got deen at heart or they got their pocket at heart? You think about it. May Almighty Allah protect us from such shaitans. Such people whom Nabi alayhi salatu salam said in an authentic hadith, they are worse than Dajjal. They are worse than Dajjal. Ayyimma mudhillin, go open the hadith in Muslim Ahmad. Authentic hadith. May all may Allah give guidance to one and all and make dua. Also a little bit up, uh, up and down now, but I'm coming right with Allah's help. So next up we have Brother Yusuf Ali, and then the programs will continue. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah.